Hey there, Fangirl Nation. It is Tracy Sandler, joined as always by Steph McCarroll. Hello, Steph. Hey, Tracy. How was your week of football? <laughs> oh, we will get into that. My week of football was a little bit rough. Um, how was your week of football? Good. Well, it was rough for us too. Over on the Jags, we really expected to beat the Texan or Tennessee Titans, and um, it. For some reason, they're our biggest rivals, but we can't seem, they seem like they have our number. So it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, that is uh, very frustrating. We are here in the fourth episode of Fangirl Talk, which is crazy. I can't believe we're going into week four of the season. After this week, the season will be a quarter of the way done, which I just can't believe that goes really fast. Um, so I guess let's get right into week three and then kind of look ahead to what is coming up in week four. Um, you had a frustrating week, as you said, because your team can't seem to beat the Titans. Um, and it's interesting because the Jaguars are a much better team than the Titans. Oh, yeah. I, it's totally. I I don't know what why. They just couldn't score. The defense definitely, um, I mean, they only let them score nine points, but you have to score more than six points to win the game. So, you know, I put it on the offense on that one. Um, there was a lot of things, you know, missed drop ball, balls there was really no run game so you know it was just frustrating to watch because they you know when they can go out and beat the Patriots so solidly and then come back and just do nothing against the Titans it was just it was just a frustrating game it's almost like a letdown game and I do think that sometimes that can happen especially in the NFL where they did beat the Patriots it was kind of their revenge game um, and then against the team where there should be no problem whatsoever they can't. Um, so I do think that sometimes happens and we can talk a little bit more about that as the show goes on. Um, big news out of San Francisco. And of course the big news I feel like, um, in the NFL this week was that Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL and is out for the season, which is of course very disappointing to 49ers fans and the 49ers. Um, the 49ers have had some very bad ACL luck. Over the last uh, month or so, Jarek McKinnon tore his ACL right before the season started, and now Garoppolo tore his ACL. Um, so it's going to be another long season in Santa Clara. C.J. Beathard takes over at quarterback, and although I think C.J. has at times shown some really strong ability, he is not Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's just going to be, it was going to be tough. I was up there yesterday uh, for Kyle Shanahan's press conference and it's just, it was kind of depressing and I will give coach Shanahan a lot of credit. He's not, he's not one to mince words. And he said, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was really hard waking up this morning. And of course everybody's down, but Wednesday we go back to practice and Sunday we have a game. So we kind of have to just move on. But that being said, that's rough stuff. So one of the questions I had, and I know you um, posted this on your feed, your um, Twitter feed, but I think it'd be interesting to talk about was the fact that he cut back to get a few more yards and there was some controversy there, whether or not he should have done that. And my opinion of it was that if, you know, it was looked like a freak accident where, you know, you just cut it, it wrong and it, it went and it had nothing. It was a non-contact play, you know, or injury, I should say. And yeah, he was going for the contact and everyone was like, yeah, that's my quarterback. And then he comes up, you know, obviously with a torn ACL. To me, that's just football. That's just going to happen. And you can't blame the guy for trying or trying to get that extra yard. What's your opinion on it? 
I agree with you. I don't think you could blame him. Um, Kyle was asked about it yesterday, and he that was the answer I posted on my Twitter if anybody missed it. There's a shameless plug at 49ers Fangirl. Full answer on video is on my Twitter. Um, but he said, you know, I thought it was interesting what he said, and then I'll tell you uh, my feeling on it. He said, you know, we see plays every week where players make these spectacular plays. They jump in the air, they cut left, they cut right, and the quarterback gets extra yards and he's a hero. Um, but then we see like what happened to Jimmy. So he said, there's a reason we coach and teach that the quarterback should go out of bounds. And he said, I think it's something that will stay with Jimmy forever and he will learn from it. Um, but, you know, I, I agree with you. If he had gotten a few extra yards and they had come back and won the game, no one would have thought twice about it. Is it safer for him to go out of bounds? Yes. Is that probably what he should do in the future? Yes. But I don't blame him. I agree with you. It's football. That his also his job as the quarterback is to try to win the game, and he's a competitive guy, and he thought he saw an opportunity, and it was just kind of a weird freak thing. Uh, so I, I certainly you know don't blame him for that at all. This is football. That's that's what happened, and that was another thing that Shanahan said yesterday. Like this is football. It's part of the NFL, um, and you have to move on. I think in the future he'll probably go out of bounds, uh, and that probably is the safer bet. But, you know, he also might not. Again, he's a very competitive guy. He's a quarterback of a National Football League team. I said that very weird. He's a quarterback of a team in the NFL, and he wants to win games. So I think I think it's unfair of fans or anybody. And I saw um, someone on the Chiefs made a comment, like, oh, I'm praying for him, but he should have gone out of bounds, which I don't think was at all necessary um, to say. But, you know, it... It is what it is. If it had gone differently, no one would even think twice about it. So that's kind of, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. but I don't blame him for it. It just is kind of one of those freak things. And it's just unfortunate that that's what happened. So kind of have to like learn from it, move on. And that's really all there is. There is to that. Yeah. And he was trying, he was trying to, you know, spark a comeback. He's the leader of the team. He, if he goes in and he, you know, smokes the guy you know with a good hit you know that could be the momentum changer the team needs so I I fully support what he did I mean it's you know one of those things and like you said he made to do that differently next time I mean nobody wants to get hurt but it wasn't the actual cause of what happened it just it just happened <laughs> it just happens and I think what kind of is a learning thing and maybe maybe what will happen in the future is I guess, I guess the reason they teach and the reason they coach to go out of bounds is the comeback would have been amazing, but now he's out for the whole season. That being said, that could have happened on a different play. You know, so I guess that's why they teach it and coach it. And that's why people are saying that. But by the same token, like this is, it's part of football, you know, it's 100% part of football and it is what it is. And I certainly don't blame him for trying. And I respect that he, he wants to win. So you know, but I guess we'll see in the future if he if he does it differently and if other quarterbacks do it differently, you know, as a result. But um, it just kind of is what it is. But I certainly don't blame him. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that. And I think that that's unfair and not right. And something that I think we say a lot is that you don't we I don't play professional football. You don't play professional football. I'm going to venture a guess that a lot of people on Twitter are not playing professional football. So you don't know what it's like in the game. And that's the job and his job is to win football games and he's going to do everything he can 
to win football games. So, you know, I get that. So that is my feeling on that. But I want to bring something else up from that game, though. On the other side, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. He's unbelievable. <laughs> he's yeah. the real deal. Yeah, absolutely. He's something else. I mean, and he, to come out, you know, I, I really think that a lot happened because he was under the tutelage of, you know, um, Alex Smith. And I think he really wanted to learn and he craved to learn. and. Anyway, it's just um, it's just really interesting to um, you know see how he developed so rapidly, and then he's able to just come out there and do it. And I, he does remind me he has some um, Alex Smith qualities, you know, that he's able to deliver the ball, but he's actually able. He's like almost fearless. Like he'll go long, and it's it's exciting to watch. He's fun to watch. That's for sure. He's very fun to watch, and he's also very like. You watch him, he's super cool, calm, and collected. And I know that in his first three starts, he hasn't faced a lot of adversity or a reason not to be calm and collected, but he just seems really poised out there. Um, to borrow a phrase that we hear from coaches all the time, the game doesn't seem too big for him. <laughs> um, and yeah. I really, it, it just, it, he is really, really fun to watch. And I hope that he just continues uh, to do well. And that Kansas City offense, just the weapons generally on that offense is just, unbelievable I mean like it it's almost impossible to defend because if this guy's not open then that guy's going to be open and if this guy can't find a hole then that guy will find a hole I mean it's just unbelievable all the weapons they have on that team um so I think that offense when you're not playing them is really a very fun offense to watch and I have to say even the other day there was the one touchdown pass where he was like under pressure on one foot and then hit the guy in the end zone I was like that's just you know, if I weren't a 49er fan, I would consider that to be just the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it has been really fun to watch him. Uh, let's talk a little bit about last night's game. Fitz Magic. It looked like the Magic was lost a little early, but then he almost, he, he got it back and he almost brought the Bucks back. Yeah, and it was very close. I mean, there was, um, there was one TD that was called back and, you know, it was, you know, and it was, he wasn't, at first it ruled that he wasn't down, but then they later came back and brought the TV back. But there's um there's all kinds of there was a lot of defensive um scores for the for the Bucks, which was good. And also Mike Evans had a lot of, you know, good catches and fits magic, like you said. He he wasn't showing much at the beginning, but man, he, he kinda kept his poise and then he came back and hit some with a fifty something yard pass which was unbelievable but I think at the end of the day you know the Steelers have talent on their team and I think that they were just starving for the win and they really pushed back and you know it was a close game it was a great Monday night football game but um you know even though he didn't win I, I still cannot see the Bucks taking him out of the starting role I don't think so I don't know how they can because He's played so – I mean, you're not going to win every game no matter who you are. Um, well, except for, like, the one year the Patriots and the Dolphins did. But for the most part, you're not going to win every game no matter who you are. So I don't see how they take him back either. First of all, he's now got chemistry with his offense. They're used to him. They like playing with him. And he's playing well. I mean, what are they? They're 3-1. and one, Is that correct? 2-1, um, and one, right? Oh, two and one. Sorry, you're right. Two and I'm I'm already thinking it's week four because we're going. To, you're right. They are week. They are two and one. They did not play an extra game. 
from everybody else. Um, <laughs> yes, they're, they're two in one. I don't see how you take them out. And also, I don't think, I think the other side of that too is it's not as if Jameis Winston has been lights out in his career. And, you know, it's not like Aaron Rodgers, not that this would ever happen, but it's not like Aaron Rodgers was suspended for four games and, um, or for how many games, and then his backup played really well, but there's no way you wouldn't put Aaron Rodgers back in. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not, I don't think we're dealing in, in that situation. So if it were me, I would not take Fitzpatrick out. I would keep him in there as QB1 for sure. And he's still, like, he's setting records. I mean, he threw for 400 yards in each of those three games. And, like, I think that was he's one of the only people to ever do that. You know, the player to ever do that in three consecutive games. I mean, uh, a quarterback will have a good game here and there and throw for over 400 yards. You'll see it, you know, every week somebody will do it. But to do it consecutively is pretty amazing. And, um, you know, he has the experience. He is, it's like he has nothing to lose. It's like how he goes out there. And he just wants to, you know, show what he can do. And I don't know, I respected it. I liked this game. I was, I wasn't sure about it when that first half, but he played a bad half of football, but he was like, he didn't let, you know, it didn't spook him. So I was really impressed. And I, I think they'd be crazy not to keep him in his place. I agree with you 100%. I would be shocked to be honest with you if they, they take him out. Um, so I, I guess we'll see what happens, but I think well, at least we've spoken. So know what you think and we'll see if we have any any effect on what the decision ends up being um and this game seems so long ago now but I think we have to acknowledge the Browns won I know it was it was pretty amazing um because it was the Vikings and I, I don't know it, it was um the Browns beat the Jets it was the I'm sorry yeah sorry I was like but the Vikings lost to the Bills that was we'll get to that one in a second Oh, sorry. But the, um, yeah, but the Browns won and, you know, now they have, I was laughing last night because the Browns have a better record than the Patriots with the tie. So they're actually ahead. So it's, it's, it's just a crazy story, but I was happy that they got to open their beer, um, their beer fridges and <laughs> the fans deserved it. They really did. And really you would have thought they won the Super Bowl, which I know for the Browns, they kind of did. But um, it'll be interesting to see, too, now going forward, is Baker Mayfield the real deal? He certainly he looked good the other night, um, but I guess we'll see if he is, he is the real deal. I mean, I know there were a lot of people who felt like they had just drafted Johnny Manziel all over, the, all over again, and I don't believe that. Uh, I think that Baker is a better quarterback and a, a, maybe a more poised um, person, I'll put it that way. So um I think we'll see but I, I you know it was certainly fun to watch the other night and very exciting for the Browns very excited for Browns fangirl um and like you said those fans deserve yeah. it they are just they are just like such loyal fans and it's not easy Either. to root for a team year after year that doesn't win games and then you brought up of course the Bills over the Vikings the Bills Bills who looked so bad last week and were so bad that Vontae Davis retired at halftime came out and beat the crap out of the Vikings. No one retired during the game. Um, and that was just shocking. I mean, they didn't just win. They, like, just beat the crap out of them. It just shows, you know, we say any given Sunday, but it's really true. Any given Sunday. Yeah, 100%. It was just so 
um, the whole the whole game was just so crazy because the Vikes are, you know, one of the darlings right now of the NFL and most, and I think you predicted that they would even go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, and they're tough. I mean, they're tough defense. They think they are ranked number one in, or, you know, I'm not sure if they still are, but they were going into the season, at least the number one defense last year, they were a powerhouse and it's just like everything came tumbling down for them. Of course, there's a lot of crazy calls. I have to say that, which is continually, but everybody's getting them on both sides of the ball. So, you know, you can't really um, argue that at this point, you know, because everybody's getting them. So it's just um, one of those things, but it's just the the Vikings going down is a big, it was a big surprise to me, to the Bills. <laughs> yes, I think it was a big surprise to, to everyone. And I think there were a couple of jokes, like at this rate, will Vontae Davis show up at halftime? Uh, so a lot of kind of <laughs> jokes about that, but yeah, that was, uh, that was shocking. And then the Vikings have a big game on Thursday against the Rams. Um, and assuming Sunday was kind of a fluke though, they're coming off a big loss and they're going to be in a short week where they're traveling, but, um, big game on Thursday, because I do still feel that that is potentially an NFC championship preview. The Rams are so good. Just. Yeah. All around, they are top to bottom, such a good football team. Obviously, their defense is outstanding, but their offense is also really, really strong. So I think Thursday night's game um, is going to be really fun to watch of Kirk Cousins versus Jared Goff, who's really come into his own um, and really thrived under Sean McVay. And uh, I think that's going to be a great game. Yeah, it should be. And, you know, the Rams, they're just hitting on all cylinders. And when you have everybody healthy like that and everybody's playing their game, it's it's a fun it's fun to watch. And, you know, I'm, of course, you know, Jared Goff, I had some doubts about when he first entered the league. And it seems like he's really, you know, he's not the same quarterback. So it's it's good that he's really taken, you know, on and, um, you know, they 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 look good and they they pay, had a lot of pickups in free agency that um and you know uh, in the draft that it's really going to make a difference so it should be really interesting to see who are you picking on the Thursday I'm going to pick oh, that's a good question I am going to pick the Rams at home because they're at home because they're not traveling on a short week and because they're not coming off a bad loss so because I picked the Rams at home I'm pretty sure the Vikings will win <laughs> <laughs> For all the reasons that I just said the Vikings will lose, they will end up winning the game. But I'm going to pick the Rams. So funny. How about you? Okay. Oh, that's hard for me too. That's why I was. Uh, that's why I asked. <laughs> I think I think both teams definitely have the ability to win. Um, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'll pick the Vikings just because you picked the Rams. But I mean, I I think that the Vikings will be a little bit devastated by their win and they'll come back hard. But, you know, like they said, you said, they're on a short week, they're traveling. It's going to be tough, you know, for them. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And do we think uh, that the Browns will get their second win this week against the Raiders in Oakland? Yes, I do. I think the Raiders, yeah, they look terrible. I mean, I'm embarrassed for John Gruden. Like I, I don't even know what to say, you know, and I don't know how he goes out there time and time again and says the same things over and over. I'm, um, I'd be very disappointed as a Raiders fan. Like I know they're rebuilding, but it's, uh, it's, 
it's bad. It's just bad. I guess on Sunday, I think after the game, Gruden started his press conference by saying he was really sorry to hear about Jimmy Garoppolo and he was sending in a lot of good thoughts, which I think, although I think is very nice, his, it, it's interesting that the first thing he thought of in his press conference about his game in which his team played terribly was to send good thoughts to Jimmy Garoppolo. And I, I do think that's very nice, but I also think it might be very telling. Like, I don't, you know, um, I wonder how engaged he is in his game. And then I know in yesterday's press conference, he picked, he brought up Khalil Mack. No one else brought it up, but he brought it up, which means that's on his mind. Um, so I don't know what is going on there. I agree with you. I'm, I'm embarrassed uh, for John Gruden as well, but I mean, they just look, they look awful. And I don't know what happened to Derek Carr. Yeah, he he came out really good. I mean, I I remember in 2006 and he was just the, the person to beat. 2016. He was the um you know, the person to beat because he was just he 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 would run, he was mobile, he could, you know, deliver the ball deep. It was all it was just really fun to watch him and he sort of has just, you know, really gone downhill. So I don't know if it's like the coaching, if it's what's going on, if it's, I mean, the, the whole organization seems to be messed up. So, you know, when that happens, you know, it, you know, it, it shows on the field. Yeah, that is a hundred percent true. Um, oh, something we haven't talked about yet that I would like to just bring up, which I think is great. Carson Wentz made his return to Philadelphia. So rest easy 49ers fans, quarterbacks do come back from ACL injuries and they're fine. Um, so I think that was just, that was just nice to see. I really, I like Carson Wentz and he's a really talented quarterback. I also really like Nick, like Nick Foles and what he was able to do, um, after Carson Wentz went out last year was obviously amazing and they won the Super Bowl. Um, but also, but great to see, um, Carson Wentz back in action. I know Eagles fans are probably very excited about that. Um, and so we move on to week four. Uh, the 49ers are taking on the Chargers in Los Angeles. This was a game that, I thought they were going to win a week ago. Um, I always thought they'd start one and two because I didn't think they could beat the Chiefs or the Vikings, especially on the road. Uh, now I'm not so sure they can win this game. The Chargers are, they struggled a little bit last week, but they are a good football team. They have very, you know, strong defense, even though I know Joey Bosa has been out. Um, Phillip Rivers had a rough day the other day, but generally he is a good quarterback. So I don't think it's a completely it's not necessarily for sure a loss, but this is not the winnable game that I thought it was um, a few days ago. Yeah. Things really changed for the 49ers there because well, I thought that they could win it. Take one. Actually. I thought they could take the chiefs or the Vikings. I thought they could take one or the other. And I, and I thought they were on the road to do that, but yeah, now it's, it's, it's a whole nother story. Um, you know, CJ, I like CJ. I thought, you know, I, I think he's, um, I, you know, I think he's a good backup. So, you know, I, we'll see what he can do, but it's it's tough to say um, at this point. I mean, and the 49ers defense does not look good either. I mean, it's it's just tough. They they don't have everything that could have gone wrong. I feel like went wrong in that game. Every and now they're, yeah, and now I think that they're even their morale is going to be a little shot. So we'll see what happens, but hopefully CJ can pick him up. And um, and also, and Richard Sherman's out uh, two to three weeks of the calf strain. 
So that puts Akella Witherspoon and Jimmy Ward as your two starting cornerbacks. So um, we'll see. We'll see how the how the week goes. Um, the only thing I will say that was good is I give the players a lot of credit. Right after the game, they were obviously so upset about Jimmy, but we're right on the CJ train. You know, we have a lot of confidence in him. So, and I know, you know, Garoppolo said to Bethard, um, go lead these guys. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. The Patriots are one and two. Everyone in New England is freaking out. They meet the three and O Dolphins on Sunday. They meet him at Gillette. I have a feeling the Patriots will win this one. Um, but I think the matchup of the week is the one we talked about the Rams versus the Vikings. That, um, the Monday night game is the Chiefs and the Broncos. I think that could be a real tough night for the Broncos. Um, but we'll see. But I do think game of the week, Rams, Vikings, that's what I'm going with. Um, and that's, and that's, that is that. And uh, Jaguars play the Jets. Is that correct? Right. They play the Jets. And I think that the Jags will come off with a win there. Yeah, that'd be a good game to, to right the ship for sure. It's funny to say right the ship when they've lost one game, but nonetheless, it'll be, it's early in the season. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We will be back with you next week for another episode of Fangirl Talk. And uh, that's what we got. I'm Tracy Sandler, 49ers Fangirl. And I'm Stephanie McCarroll, the Jaguars Fangirl. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.